Small town crimes sometimes go less noticed by the media and, therefore, the public. About Last Night is bringing these cases to the forefront to get the attention that they need and deserve. This season will cover several cases, some old, some new, all of which justice has yet to be served. It's a Sunbury woman who went missing uh, in April of 20. The missing persons case of Corey uh, Edkin. The death of Matthew Hoy. The missing persons case of Tracy Crow. We are covering these cases and more. All small town crimes that we are bringing to the forefront. This is About Last Night, a true crime podcast. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC. Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice. Today, Francis and I will be discussing the missing persons case of Angel Donahue. We're going to get into the first case of this series that we're doing of, like, unsolved crimes in this area. Um, as we told you last week, the first case that we're going to be digging into is the missing persons case of Angel Donahue. Francis? So, let's be open and let them know that we are going to bounce around a lot. So you kind of got to get out your notebooks and you got to write down from one week to another because these are all cases that are really still active and, and ongoing. And it's, you know, going to be very, very hard to, to bring them all together in like the normal uh, season uh, packages that, uh, that you've been doing. So, uh, just get out your notebooks, get ready. This one we're going to focus today on Angel Donahue. We're going to revisit it again down the road, but uh, we just want to get into what we know so far, uh, what our plans are, and what we're going to do from there. And then from there, we want you guys to reach out with anything you've heard, any information that you have, anyone that you know that may know something, and we're going to look into all that stuff, and then we'll come back with more information, what we gather. Um, but please reach out if you know anything or if you've heard anything about this case. With that, let's get into it. Angel Donahue of Sunbury, Pennsylvania, went missing in April of 2020. Her relatives reported her missing to the Sunbury Police Department. The case started in, in uh, early 2020. Uh, you know, it was a, that was a tough time for people uh, all around the boards because of the pandemic. People were home, they were inside their house. Uh, this was in April is, uh, of 2020 is when the first report, I believe, came in. And that's right when it, this whole lockdowns and everything really just started, just started happening. So mm -hmm. it was a tough time, uh, you know, just all around the boards. It was reported to the Sunbury, Pennsylvania Police Department. And, uh, you know, it's a small department. So they took the report. Uh, they did what they could do at that time. Uh, it appears that uh, one of her family, one of uh, uh, Ms. Donahue's family member is the one that reported her missing. So with that being said, Sunbury Police goes and conducts, starts conducting their investigation. And then a bunch of things happen in town. Uh, again, we're going through a pandemic. There's a lot of crime didn't stop during the pandemic just because there was lockdowns. It actually got worse during that period of time. So there was just a lot of things going on. We'll be back after this. If you're looking to buy a car and want to work with someone who just gets it, 
Amber Wren is your girl. Head to Sunbury Motor Company and she will help you pick the perfect Hyundai, Ford, or Kia based on your needs. Find her in the Hyundai building on North 4th Street or call 570-898-9501. When it comes to buying a car, ask for Amber. This girl sells cars. Pennsylvania State Police got involved in the case in April of 2021. Another report comes in about Angel Donahue, and at that point, Sunbury Police contacts the state police, who has much more resources, much more manpower, uh, and they can just, you know, they can just go deeper into into the case. Uh, who was the, making the reports? So it looked like her daughter actually made the 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 report. Okay. Uh, the the initial report. So we get into uh, April. Uh, of 2021 early late april early may when trooper uh josiah reiner who is a who was a former uh he's a current uh crimes investigator but he was formerly of this area now he's in working in a different uh barracks but he originally took the case then from them and uh he began to start conducting his interviews so uh from my understanding and according to this uh search warrant that was released is uh that the daughter related that she had last spoken with her mother on uh in april early april of 2020 and then she told uh police that uh, her mother called to wish her a happy birthday and then told her she was moving in with uh a boyfriend or a friend um not clear that it was a boyfriend or not but she told her she was going to move in with her uh she also told her that uh that they would could they could get together uh and if she could help her remove her items uh, she would be, you know, living with this, with this, uh, male. So the police continue to, to, in, you know, conduct their interview with, uh, the daughter. And, uh, she tells them from that day on April 3rd, 2020, she never heard from her again. It's kind of weird because then she goes and she reports her missing days later to Sunbury police. So it, it's it, right then and there, I guess if you talk to your mother every day, you would kind of be like, well, something's wrong here after day one, day two, mm-hmm. maybe day three, then you start to get concerned. So she went and, uh, and she reported it. She, uh, it, she told police that, uh, that she lived in the same residence that her mother did with somebody else at the time of her disappearance. And that uh, this this guy may know a little bit more. He may not know a little bit more, but he was definitely worth someone to talk to. So state police then went and uh, they spoke to the man, and uh, he had said the same thing that you know there was uh, uh, maybe another man involved, maybe some you know sexual encounters of various things going on, and it just kind of started to get. That that little the little I guess they want to say like the the hamster on the wheel it started to go, and then it really started to take off. State troopers reported that during an interview with Donahue's daughter, the daughter indicated that Donahue had been obsessed with a man. During an interview with investigators, both this man and his wife confirmed that he had previously been involved with Donahue. His wife even said that Donahue was obsessed with him. And would walk miles to watch him work. You know, there was also another interview that was done at when uh, Sunbury Police actually spoke with uh, 
one of the people who knew her, he spoke to the, the to that to that person's wife and said that uh, you know Donahue would walk miles just to watch him uh, work on the tractor. Uh, that, that she may have been obsessed with this girl's husband, and she would go down to try to see him, but he apparently didn't see her or talk to her at all during 2020. So we'll be right back. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. So police then went from there and they uh, started getting search warrants. They went after, you know, social media accounts. They tried to locate cell phone pings. They tried to do, you know, just all these kind of things to try to locate any and all information uh, that they can possibly find on Miss Donahue. But the search kind of came up a little bit empty because there wasn't much there. So they were, you know... I, again, trying to find any kind of person of interest. Uh, they went through various Facebook messages of all kind of people. And then everything went silent. And that's usually what happens because police are, are you know, doing their investigations from there. Troopers interviewed another man who had been living with Donahue prior to her disappearance. The man told them that he had heard Donahue and another person talking early in the morning on the day that she disappeared. He also said that Donahue took her two cats with her. So then once again, state police continue the investigation. They interview another individual uh, who knew Angel Donahue very well. Uh, he said that she used to live with him. And uh, before she left on about that you know, early April 2020, said that uh, didn't she didn't say anything to where she was going, but that he found it kind of weird that she took the two cats that she had with her and just left. Uh, he said that uh, he, he got up in the early morning uh, uh, on the day she left and that he could hear her talking with another person. He thought it was a male because of the tone of the voice that was there and that they and uh, that they had walked down the hallway before they left the residence. Wait, there was another person there? Or she was on the phone with another no, it person? No, says there was another person there uh, that he heard. Huh. So, the, and he said it was sounded like a male's voice. Hmm. Uh, but he also says that, uh, that he, she never really had any men over at the house. And it was only a couple of times where she had another guy that was, I guess, her friend that was over there. Uh, and it was just basically somebody that she was a companion to, uh, according to what, you know, what the, the open search warrant had said. Uh, so they went after the Facebooks of, uh, of these males that were named and they went through to look through, you know, various to see if there's any kind of messages. They also went through, uh, Angel Donahue's bank accounts to see, and there was no activity that was on her bank account since early April of 2020. And on her own personal Facebook, there was no activity since the same time, early April of 2020. And it's 
the one thing that they did mention that was that was kind of stood out to me was that it said that during any of the these preliminary investigations that uh, Ms. Donahue, that they did not believe she was in any sort of uh, mental institution or anything like that. Like she didn't check herself in somewhere or anything like that. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Sholly Insurance Agency is an independent insurance company that has been family owned and operated since 1985. When you enter their branches in Lewisburg and Sealands Grove, you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally based and community oriented, Sholly Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to sholleyagency.com for more information. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Angel Donahue has been entered into NamUs, the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System. So she got entered into the Missing Endangered Persons, and uh, they have not heard from her since that time. And police had called it that it appears that she is missing under suspicious circumstances due to the nature of her sudden disappearance. And with that being said, it's... Definitely, 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 like you said, something that people might just not have known about or heard about or so you tell me, what do you, I mean, what, 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 what would you do in that situation? Like what, what, where would you go next? Well, what stands out to me is that she took the cats with her. That's what stands out to me. And I know that when you're looking into these missing persons cases, you never want to you don't want to say, like, that they ran away because, you know what I mean, that, like, it can mean you don't want to look for them, but that's not the case. It just feels like she took the cats with it. Like, why would she take the cats? But I think it's one of those things now where, you know, the longer it goes and every hour that passes is another hour you're not, you're not getting any closer. So these are the kind of cases, like we said last week, that are just... You know, they may just make you think and you never think you see them on TV, you read about them in newspapers or hear or, or, or watch various, you know, crime documentaries. And and you don't realize that there's so many that are in your own area. This is just our area. But you can take these types and bounce them around the country. And there's and there's so many that are in various areas. And I think it's a kind of a, a scary situation. I know one of the things that we're going to get into as well uh, down the road is all of the, the sex trafficking that goes on that people don't even realize that goes on about. I know that that's something you really wanted to get into. And I, and the, and also the, the, I hate to use the old term of the war on drugs, but also about the, the, you know, the overdoses and people dying all over the place. So it's kind of, it's depressing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you wake up and, and there's always something that's, that's, you know, new or bad that's out there. But I just feel like, for people that are listening to this and that this is going out to, this is something that you can do something about if you know anything. You know, the war on drugs and everything, you know what I mean? It's like that seems so massive and it's like how am I, this little person, going to do something about that? But this person who went missing within the one, like the last one to two years, this is something that we can do something about. This is something that if you know something, you can say something. And the chances are, I mean, this is what we said, this is what we said way back when with Barbara Miller. What what did you keep saying? The public has the answers. The public has the answers. And I mean, 
that's the case again, I think, here. Couldn't say it any better. You're absolutely right. The public has the answers, and they do. Somebody out there knows what happened, mm -hmm. period. So, you know, you don't want to say do the right thing, but... Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Come out and, you know, if this is what happened, at least give the closure to the people that need to have the closure. Because there, a lot of people will say, you know, that ah, this person or that person, not this case by mm -hmm. any means, but just in any case, this person, who cares, who cares? Somebody cares. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, somebody cares. And I think another difference between this one that's so recent and like older ones that we've looked at is that when you have a case where someone went missing 30 years ago, there's been time, there's been 30 years for all these theories to come up and all this talk about town and everything. And I just like, since this one's so recent, you know, you don't really hear any theories or what people think happened. Like I haven't heard anything. I don't know. Have you heard anything like that? On this case in yeah, particular? Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to, you're starting to little yeah. by little, we're starting to. So, you know, that's kind of going with what I'm saying though. Like as time goes by, these theories kind of abound. Yeah. So, you know, with Barbara Miller and with Corey Edkin and with Tracy Crow, there's like a hundred theories about these cases, about what could have happened with this one. It's like, huh, who knows? The public knows. Yeah. Somebody in the public knows. And, and that's, you know, you want them to come forward and, and speak. We'll be right back. The America's Hose Company has been serving Sunbury and the surrounding community since 1893. Today, they respond to emergencies with multiple ambulance crews and a tower within the Sunbury Fire Department. Their social club is a hot spot for many Sunbury locals looking for a relaxed environment and a home-cooked meal after a long day on the job. Their menu offers the classics along with a new special every day at an affordable price for the whole family. Come and enjoy yourself for good food good drinks, and good friends. And again, things are not better off left alone, as sometimes people will say. In these kind of cases, uh, somebody cares. And even if it's me and you sitting here that are the ones that cares, somebody needs to, you know, to keep on, to keep these people alive somehow or other. And maybe she is alive, but if she is, let's find her. Mm -hmm. Why not? I mean, why not? And mm -hmm. if, and if, the, I always, you know, people always say less is best, and I don't believe so. I think more is best in these kind of cases, and the more you put out there, the more people start to say, oh, shit, they're getting close, or something may be mm -hmm. the case. I don't know, but I would rather that and, and have somebody not be able to have that one night's sleep thinking, oh, you know, fuck, there's somebody outside my door waiting to, to come and arrest me. Mm -hmm. And again, regardless... You just don't know. So I, I I would let, I would obviously let everything up to the state police and, and let them do their jobs because they are. But if you know something, call them. They'll be more than happy to come and talk to you. Mm -hmm. I don't think one, one state trooper is going to ever turn around and say, nope, too busy. They would be there in a heartbeat. Uh, anybody with information, call it in. That's my, that's, I mean, that's the, basically what the hardest thing in this job is to say, you know. So why not say, mm -hmm. you know, as especially if you can, if people out there, if there are cases where, you know, there was foul play involved and something bad happened, I, there's somebody out there that's scared to death right now, but they have to live with that for the rest of their lives and look over your shoulder the rest of your life. So with all that being said, 
If you know something about this case, if you have heard any theories, or if you know anyone that you think might have been involved, reach out to law enforcement. Message us or something. I don't know. Um, but do the right thing. Because, I mean, that's what cases like this need. And we're not going to stop on this. We're going to revisit it again. We're going to get Absolutely. more information. We're going to keep coming back to it. I know I know. next week is, is Corey Itkin, and I know you're big on that. So that'll be... You know, there's a lot of information there that may take a couple of weeks to get to get going. And I know that you're going to attend uh, the trial of Corey Edkins' grandmother. So mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a lot of stuff going on with that. So, there, like I said, this is one of those that's just, it's going to be in a hamster wheel. And we're going to keep bouncing around and spinning. And But every time we get information, you'll get information. So um, if you are interested in any kind of um, more detailed information or concrete information head to our website if you want to see images um go there reach out if you know anything and we'll see you again next week thank you for listening to today's episode please follow us on social media at harv productions llc and be sure to tune in next wednesday when we will be digging into the missing persons case of Corey edkin